Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Hey, gang, the holidays are upon us. Christmas is just a few days away. And if you're one of those people, uh, and by one of those people I mean like me, who waits until the last second to get this Christmas shopping in, we wanted to tell you, we got some stuff that you can pick up, some last-second stocking stuffers. This would be some great, I'm sorry, I missed Christmas presents. (laughs) You could blame those crooked fat guys that we hate movies. Oh, they didn't even tell me until the 22nd. Yeah, oh, that's true. You know what, those idiots, I was waiting for this plug, and they never played it. (laughs) But yeah, we've got a couple of things to plug. One, uh... Our Spreadshirt store, which has uh, all your classic designs. It's, you, you can get a hooded sweatshirt, a mug. A, right, the logo, the, the We Hate Movies logo on everything. Or you could get uh, Muldoon's Public House, uh, for Totally. Instance. A probably Secundus t-shirt. Absolutely. There's tote bags. There's even a dog actor bandana. A bandana for your dog. Also... New parents out there. Baby's first Christmas is coming up. There's a We Hate Movies baby onesie. That's disturbing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've sold them, dude. I know, and good for them. And good those are, them. you know what? Those are some handsome babies in those onesies. <laughs> uh, we also uh, just came back from our Washington, D.C. show, and we had some prints made up uh, by our good friend Chris Walton, uh, at ChrisWalton73 on Twitter, and you can go to his deviant art page to find all sorts of cool commissions and other art at Christopher Walton at daportfolio.com uh, super professional stuff amazing looking stuff the cool thing is a couple of you people have been like hey you didn't sell all those posters and I'm like yeah <laughs> we didn't we, we, we got a few left <laughs> no we do and uh, uh, we are selling them uh, on our new Etsy page right sort of the easiest way to to unload some of this merchandise. <laughs> uh, at, uh, and you could sh- just search WHM Podcast uh, in Etsy and you'll be taken to our page. 
uh, you'll be able to see this awesome print that is beautiful. It's 11 by 17. It's on a 100-pound thick lithograph paper. The 100 stuff. pound? Oh, yeah. What that's, does that mean? That, that's a paperweight. Paperweight? Yeah, you, you, there's different... Well, now, see, I've got one of these posters uh, in my house right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like 100 it's, pounds to me. But it feels a... like a substantial paper. <laughs> exactly. You paper nerds will know. I'm not gonna, we're not going to start yeah. the episode with a paper discussion. All you paper nerds out there just <laughs> chit-chatting about your paperweights. Everyone down at Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, in my pri- previous job, I got a call from like Jim Halpert, twenty forty five, because this old guy, like, <laughs> you know, I could sell you any kind of paper you need, and if it's, uh, uh, oh. it's all the same to you, we could have a nice lunch together. And I failed at my sports management career idea, <laughs> whatever the hell that was going on. But in I that did show. get to yeah. marry my office sweetheart, and I make fun of that other guy who probably has more money than me, but looks weird. <laughs> Man, this Jim Halford 2045 guy definitely committed suicide. Oh, yeah. Oh, after yeah. Steve turned him down for this paper <laughs> and lunch offer. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's how we used to do things back when I was working with the Mad Men. A nice steak dinner and some scotch afterwards. Then I'd, I'd go cheat on my wife. <laughs> Business transaction concluded. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned where to find those lovely T-shirts and jumpers and whatever Oh, please, else. go ahead. Yeah, Eric, Let's do a recap ahead. here. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash WHM podcast. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Also, Christmas season. You, you know are you, you, you know what I would like one of these days? A nice New Year's Eve present. So Ooh, there you go. Yeah, you got exactly. some time. Right. Also, yeah. we, <laughs> the three of us don't get much around Christmas these days. <laughs> WHMpodcast.com. There is a donate tab. That's true. Think about the year of entertainment you've had from We Hate Movies. Kick in a shekel. We're not asking for a lot. One shekel will do. A a, a very forgettable amount for you will be not forgettable by us. Yeah, the show's free for you to get. Mm -hmm. It's not free for us to make. And... To that end, let's just keep it going. You're already fast-forwarding. Um, the <laughs> Sith Mentary is available for purchase. All of our commentary, Sith Mentary, Chud Mentary, Trek Mentary, Sucker Pudge Mentary, all on CDBaby.com. Don't go to other places and complain Seriously, about the price. Don't. Yeah. It's crazy. We, we can't control it. We're not going to control it. We push the CD Baby. We like CD Baby. Totally. CDBaby.com. So Search We Hate Movies. It's all right there. It might even be cdbaby.com slash we hate movies. Sure. Not 100% on that. Go to CD Baby. Look for us. Get those commentaries. It's hours of entertainment for just a measly few bucks a piece, gang. So, recap commentaries, We Hate Movies merchandise, limited edition, limited stock posters. Absolutely. Go, go to Etsy and search WHM Podcast. It'll pop right up for you. All get- these things. For the holiday season. Gifts For the that holiday say, season. Gifts that say, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I bought you this. It's We Hate Movies merchandise. So check it all out, gang, and have yourselves a fantastic holiday season. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And this is a movie about Santa Claus.
everyone. Welcome to the Christmas episode of We Hate Movies. Oh, yeah. We're in the holiday spirit here. Just a few short little days until Christmas rears its ugly head. We just had our company holiday party here. Everyone's a little blasted. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys forget to invite me? (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, It's just the two of us kind of sitting here drinking in the dark. (laughs) Then you showed up and ruined it. Well, thanks for the invite, guys. (laughs) Maybe. You know what, dude? Better luck next year. Better luck next year. You know what? I'll ask Santa Claus for some better (laughs) friends. This week's film... Santa Claus colon the movie mm-hmm. from 1985, directed by Supergirl's Jonat Zwark, again produced by the Salkinds, ruining another magical franchise, the Santa franchise. <laughs> Why? Here's a question. Why movie and not motion picture? Yeah, well, you know, here's the diff, I think. Motion picture sort of implies a little bit of prestige yeah. behind it. Star Trek the motion picture. It sounds real classy like. Sure. This is a movie about John Lithgow making like poison toys for kids. It's the movie. Yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> Guys, I got a quick question about Santa Claus in sure. general. Yeah. Okay. Um is he the most enduring figure holding a whip? Cracking a whip? You know, you might be right, but also Side note, Indiana Jones? Yeah. Well, that, here's the thing. Or those Romans that killed Jesus. <laughs> They're not beloved. Well, hold, a, <laughs> hold on a second. That just, you know, that he, he might be onto something here. Okay. okay. All right? Because without those Romans, do we have Christmas? That's true. Then do we have Santa? And without Santa, do we have Indiana Jones? So <laughs> you could draw a line through all of them. Well, we don't need the yeah. Romans that killed Jesus because Santa. Uh, well, Christmas is about the birth of Jesus. Oh, we wouldn't God. have Easter. Easter. Yeah, but you know, you uh, wouldn't, probably wouldn't have Christmas because yeah. that that was the fi- that was mm-hmm. the big album was Easter. You know what I mean? Christmas. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't know him. You wouldn't exactly. know the debut album if you if it wasn't for that white album. Oh yeah, you're totally right. Actually, it, it's kind of like um, you know you'll always see those DVDs of Police Squad. Yeah, you wouldn't get those unless Naked Gun came out a couple years later. That's totally Naked true. Naked Gun they is like... Easter, and Police <laughs> Squad is Christmas. They were like, man, you know what? These these Naked Gun DVDs are selling like hotcakes. <laughs> yep. You know what people might be interested in? From the files of Police Squad, the entire series on DVD. Yep. Yeah. All two DVDs. You're totally right. And you might as well pick up The Passion of the Christ while you're there. <laughs> oh, man. I saw that in theaters. So did I. Oh, me too. Were we, did we see that together? I don't know. I don't remember. There Maybe. A, I, I did see it in college, and there was all those people weeping. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, get it together. <laughs> so, this movie, speaking about the death of Christ, yeah. Santa Claus. <laughs> um, uh-huh. No no shout out to Jesus in this movie whatsoever. Well, because it's a Santa movie. Yeah. And I don't need Jesus rubbing his bearded <laughs> face in this movie. Not or even his a, baby face. Not, not even a little bit. This, not even a little not bit. None. This because yeah. this is celebrating the pagan lore, the pagan gods. Oh, right. Tenenbaum, Saint Saint Nick, man, this guy, this guy's not. This guy is something else. This movie starts in the 1500s. It sure does. Which is insane. Like this. Here's what this is. I think they're trying to start like a holiday cinematic universe, and this <gasps> is Santa's origin story. Yeah, Santa begins because it's like. <laughs> Santa begins. He's driving down a snowy road with the missus, and suddenly, like, 
Oh, what's that? The the sleighs, uh, the carburetor might be on the fritz. <laughs> and then they have a they have a sleigh wreck, right? And then they go to heaven. Well, they no, they, they freeze to death. Yes, they freeze to death. So after they, he delivers like these little wooden statues that he carves for kids, like it's some old woman's telling the story of this dude Klaus, mm. and then they roll up and he's like, "Here's all these wooden statues you're gonna break in a week." Just like any other Christmas present, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, sure. And uh, then they're like, all right, we got to get to the rest of the kids on the other side of the village or the forest or whatever. And along the way, Santa, or he's not Santa yet, Klaus, mm-hmm. his wife Anya, and these two reindeer freeze to death. Donner and Blitzen, important to know that they, yep. are, the, they are the proto-reindeer. The OG reindeer, man. Mm-hmm. And this is a hell of a storm. <laughs> and I, So I'm glad you guys mentioned that they, they freeze to death because I was like... Hmm, they did die, right? Like yeah, this that, is I think they're, they're dead. The movie doesn't tell you that they die, but they clearly die. They die. And you know what? Right off the bat, we're not like 10 minutes into this movie, and note to the studio, I got kids here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the first 10 minutes of Santa Claus call in the movie, you see Santa freeze to death. <laughs> like, he's not like red-suited Jolly St. Nick yet, but it is a man. Who is clearly Santa Claus? He's got freezing to death. You see dead, frozen to death reindeer puppets in this movie. <laughs> Canonical ones. It's not even like <laughs> these are the ones that he got before the Skippy magic. Skippy and ones. Jack, the unknown reindeer. <laughs> Man, that's a that. You know what? Best selling Andrew Jupin children's book. <laughs> Skippy and Jack, the unknown reindeer. It's just Cop- two dead reindeer in a grave. <laughs> Well, that's that's the last page. <laughs> oh man! So can't wait to do that drawing. Then they're abducted by aliens, <laughs> pretty th- much that have pointy ears, and they're calling themselves elves. I got a little uh, bit of a fan theory here about Santa Claus the motion picture. The oh movie. shit, Eric, get your listicle ready. I it's, am. It's, oh, is it going to be a GIF, GIF listicle? <laughs> GIFsticle. You'll have to. You'll have to improv that. This should the be. Th- a, we should do. This should be a BuzzFeed podcast. <laughs> What if? Yep. We know that Santa dies. What if it's like that? Uh, the series finale of Breaking Bad. This is all. The rest of what follows is all some crazy oh, fever dream. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's wearing fucking fugue. I knew, I knew you were going this way. Because the weird thing is, what he <laughs> does in the first in the first act, uh, right before he dies, is he gives this little girl a statue of Dudley Moore for some reason. Just, he's like, oh, it's... these are the vendor gum that which we'll later learn are elves. But like it's a lore of some. It's odd. weird. Like it's... when they meet them, he's like, "By God, mother, it's the Vendigum. and the, <laughs> like the lead elf is just like, "Um, that's a slur. We prefer elves. Thank you very much, you fat racist." <laughs> I don't understand it. What is a Vendigum? Oh, but yes, yeah, so, or a gun? Maybe they're all Gundams. Is that <laughs> it? A Vendigum is a mini Gundam. I feel. Oh, like I see. Vendigum? It sounds like something Hitler would write on a door. To... <laughs> Condemn someone. <laughs> or it's just like some forgotten 1980s trash studio. <laughs> Vendigum Pictures presents. Yes. Yeah, super, slashing. S- Superman 5. <laughs> produced by the Salkinds. Vendigum Pictures. <laughs> Um, yeah, they so they die, and yeah, they go to this magical land. They wake up. It's a little warmer, but it's still snowing out. And these chittering elves come and go. It's like... And then one of them, mother, is this the River Sticks? Yes. I believe we've gone to Hades, mother. 
And one of them walks into the light and goes, we've been waiting for you forever. <laughs> Dude, and that is where I realized, this is where my mind was blown with this movie because it, 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 it explains to you, at least in this version of the tale, sure. that the whole Santa mythos was actually engineered by these elves. Oh, yeah. But then you start thinking... Well, what's the origin story of these little fuckers? These Vendigums that have this gigantic castle, this invisible gigantic castle, a.k.a. Superman's Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, pretty much. They're ancient aliens. (laughs) (laughs) They're aliens from another planet. Come down. You know, when I finally saw Santa Claus, the motion picture in theaters, I thought, one, this is a classy outfit, but two, finally someone's blowing the whistle on the origin story of Santa Claus. Yup, I got the documents on the Vendigum. <laughs> they the were government- purchased by Coca-Cola in the 50s, but I swear <laughs> to gosh, they took an ancient lore of ancient aliens and Vendigum that actually, that's how Christmas started. Cut from this movie, of course, is the fantastic climactic battle between Santa Claus and Krampus that <laughs> happened sometime circa 1675. I got the documents to prove that one, too. And, you know, fuck Bill Goldberg for doing that evil Santa Claus movie because that was my idea in the 80s, and they couldn't get it off the ground. You want to see the original script for Santa's sleigh? I've had it in my garage storage unit since 1992. And not to be a little insensitive, but Bill Goldberg doesn't celebrate Christmas. So what the hell does that guy know about Santa Claus? Yeah, you're telling me they didn't film that right over Christmas. I know a certain star that had nothing to do that day. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas week. We're keeping it loose here. (laughs) (laughs) FYI, that's Jesse the Body Ventura in case it is. Oh, of course. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Um, So, yeah, the Vendigum are like, or the elves, we'll call them We prefer elves, you racist. Shut up, you Vendigum! You fucking little Vendigum! Get the fuck out of America, Vendigum! Hey, you see, you see this tattoo? It means Vendigum not welcome. Won't have to build a wall that high, fucking Vendigum! If you're about this high, you're probably a Vendigum. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Man, you know what's great is if they you got two candy canes on top of each other. You're probably a Vendigum. <laughs> You got a bunch of flying deer in your garage. You're probably a Vendigum. I mean, <laughs> you know, the the fun thing about I don't care who you are, that's funny, which is a great slogan. Sure. Is that means that's only funny to very few people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are something that is supposed to be so universal. It's yep. great to have your punchline immediately followed by, no, no, it's, it's okay to laugh at this. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, but it's not okay. What isn't okay also is how these elves are like, uh, you're going to do this, um, you know, for all time. And Santa's like, well, what are you talking about? We're going to grow old. And they're like, no, no, no. You too are going to live forever. What's unbelievable is that this dude Klaus and Anya, the missus, uh, are just totally hip to it. It's never like... 
well, geez, mother, we won't know our old lives ever again. Yeah. It's just right into it. They accept everything about this. So are they reanimated corpses? Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for the Twilight Zone twist, though, because it's like, oh, it's a wonderful land where all the things you ever wanted to do are going to happen. And like they, they sleep in this bed, and Anya Claus is like, oh, this bed is so comfortable. It's the most comfortable place I've ever been. Like, yeah. And it's just sort of like, and then... The twist. It's like, mm-hmm. which I guess you've been dead the whole time. The weird thing is the first <laughs> night Santa can't sleep and he kind of goes walking around and he meets Dudley Moore, who's Patch, who's Patch kinda the elf, this industrious elf who like believes in like steampunk power or whatever the fuck's going on <laughs> with Patch. Yeah, he's got a bunch of crazy ideas. And um, he's like, he kind of uh, Patch is trying to feed um, Donner, his his dear, uh, um, some some magic hay. It and looks like a bowl of weed, by the way. Yeah, it's just like a prop. big fat nug. <laughs> totally, it does. <laughs> and this this fucking reindeer is like, no way, man. And that's like that Twilight Zone episode. Like the dog knows something's wrong. Donner's oh, like, right. the dog's not going to go through that gate. Yeah, because it's hell. And this this deer is like, I'm not eating this fucking food. <laughs> I don't I don't know who you are, where I am. That smells like magic. I don't like mm-hmm. it. And man, we we're introduced to like the rest of the reindeer that they like have in house. Uh-huh. The in-house staff they've got already. Yeah, and it's everybody else except for Rudolph. Um, But man, oh man, these are all just some of the worst F-grade Muppets you've ever seen. Yeah, it's tough. And it's great because if you read, like, any description about, like, or any, like, fan review, because there's a bunch of doofuses on IMDb that's like, I don't care who you are, this is a great movie. A lot of people love this movie. It's all like, oh, and the amazing puppetry of these reindeer. It's like, were you eating that fucking hash bowl, too? (laughs) These things look like garbage. They look like socks with little like (laughs) things on top of them. You know what I mean? Like They're sock-based, mostly. I thought (laughs) they looked pretty real, but... Yeah, I was eating it. Well, there are a couple of shots where it's like if you have to get far away and it's like... They put in a real one. They're actual deer that are running around. But when you're getting up close, you know, when these reindeer have to act, Mm -hmm. they're puppets. Which they do. They do a lot of... Wait, wait, did we check if this was Frank Welker or no? (laughs) No, I didn't see if it was. Oh. Let's just say it is. I'm sure it is. (laughs) That's um, <laughs> but the weird part is he's talking to Dudley Moore and he's like, oh, you know, it's all going to be fine. Don't worry. And <laughs> you'll just you'll understand everything once it turns time for season's greetings. And Santa Claus says, what season greetings? And he laughs. He goes, <laughs> you'll see. Anytime somebody's you'll see. Yep. Is a malevolent answer to an easy question. Every single time. It's like, hey, what's that knife for? Oh, you'll see. Yeah. Oh, you will see. Where, where are you going to hide all that stuff? Oh, you'll see. And so I didn't what like... What season's greetings? <laughs> you'll see. I didn't entirely <laughs> understand this, but like, so season's greetings is just like some pagan holiday. <laughs> it's like the elf kickoff to... I think that's when they commit a blood sacrifice. <laughs> oh, is that they get one of them magic deer in there and just skin them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make some one. deer jerky out of them? <laughs> yeah, some... Does the deer have to be a virgin? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they they got an elf watching it, making sure it doesn't get into any funny business. Uh, confirmation that it's not Frank Welker doing any of those. Oh, who does the reindeer voices? Uncredited. So I guess it still might be Frank Welker, but you know for a fact Frank Welker is not a dude to go uncredited for noises. <laughs> no, he's just, <laughs> he knows what he's doing. 
This episode is brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you could lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. Yeah, um, it's yeah. this weird holiday wherein they look up to the sky for the North Star to fall right above them, and then red magic comes down. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. And then what it turns into is a very long creepy montage of elves just getting things done i gotta tell you i watched this last christmas uh with a very large with two tall glasses of water i should have had one yeah doubling down huh? i had two i wasn't alone i won't say the second party that was with me and we were both scared for our lives while watching this dude was the second party the ghost of richard nixon <laughs> it could have been just, hey could be you know what to me <laughs> Just it was a Hail Mary. I don't, I don't know who you're hanging out with. Oh, there's, I got to see those documents. Who's, who's Shadak watching these movies with? Oh, you know, I, I spotted him a mile away as a guy who believes in the occult. He's <laughs> casting all sorts of spells to hang out with ghosts. <laughs> but but the, <laughs> That's exactly what it is. But, 
the terrifying part is like the dancing just starts happening mm-hmm. and it won't stop happening. And nope. like it's one of those things like it's a, bad, a poorly made movie. So like there'll be like three lines of dialogue and it'll just start right back up again. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm getting a fucking panic attack. Panic attack. Dude, it's like being in the eye of a hurricane. <laughs> it is. Because like they're dancing around. The music's terrible. Mm-hmm. They're all just doing shit. You don't know what they're doing exactly. It's just kind of like getting ready to build toys and dancing. Mm-hmm. And then it stops, and Dudley Moore's like, oh, look at that. It's a bowl of weed. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, all right, so now the movie's going to move forward. Oh, what's that? Everyone stopped talking again. Oh, and the music swells back up, and they start dancing again. Yep, yep. It yep. is wretched. There is one part around here where they talk about the prophecy. Yeah, of course there has to be a prophecy. Oh, yep, I've seen those documents. I also have the box set of them Christopher Walken movies on VHS. <laughs> a lot of horror classics in there. You know the prophecy franchise? It's a one-stop shop for classic movies. <laughs> one, two, three. Even the Canadian television show that ain't got nothing to do with the movies. I watched all of them, too. Big prophecy head. Wow. Big time. <laughs> Archangel Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Got a tattoo of him on my back. So the prophecy has come to pass. A chosen one with no children underlined, yet who loves children a lot. Clink, double, clink, 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 clink. Double clink. underlined. <laughs> double underlined in the contract for who the would, prophecy. Yeah, who would be an artist, a craftsman, and a skilled maker of toys. So this is also like watching this and the and the prophecy and the... The regalia involved, <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, remember that the uh, the Santa Claus movie with uh, Tim Allen. Sure, oh, yeah, I've it's seen that movie of tons the of times. Same idea because he was a weirdo, right? Yeah. <laughs> the first act of this movie is basically the entirety of that Tim Allen movie. The right. big thing, the Santa Claus though, it's a little bit more saccharine. Like you know what I mean? Like everything's glossy looking, everything's white and green and red. This is a lot of brown. It's all like yeah, it's, it's a little tones. creepy. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit unsettling. It's a, it's a, a dirty ass mid eighties holiday. Well, movie. the elves originally give Santa Claus a green outfit and onya. Was not having it. No. Wanted red to match his rosy cheeks. Oh, yeah. Get that green suit off of my man. Little did we know that the rosy cheeks was a result of his... uh, Alcoholism. And his (laughs) his frozen to death. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, right. His cheeks are permanently rosy because there's fucking hypothermia on his face. It's like all those blue people in Beetlejuice because they (laughs) choke to death. (laughs) Yeah, or or Game of Thrones. He's a White Walker. He's he totally is a White Walker. He definitely is a White Walker. The weird <laughs> thing is though, so like Burgess Meredith comes out in all of his glory. People are like holding his mustache. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's a one and done scene kind of a thing. But the weird thing is like, where does this guy come from, and where does he go? Right, because he's he's credited as the ancient elf. You yes. know what it is? I feel <clears throat> God. The, the, no, it's just a fan theory I have. Okay. I think he's much like the grandfather in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Sure. Get the sledge. There's a new Santa in town. <laughs> but it's a weird, like, there's no, unlike the Tim Allen movie, there's no indication that there's been a Santa Claus already. Right. How, and, and so I'm, 
I've got all these questions for these elves. Right. When did you start this prophecy shit? How long have you been waiting for this to happen? Was this was this Burgess Meredith's idea? You're going to be Santa. See, that's the way it's going to be. That's the rub. You're going to be Santa now. And then he just like, yeah, he like like the nun in the Blues Brothers, like floats backward (laughs) through a door and it closes. And I'm talking like that because they originally wanted James Cagney to play this. And he was too physically feeble to do it. I'm too ill to do it. See. Sure, I'd love to go in there and threaten Santa Claus. See, <laughs> well, that's yeah. I mean, the Sackles are like, well, the ancient elf represents um, this ancient prophecy, but also the threatening of Santa Claus, so he can never leave this terrible place. <laughs> it's it's the beginning of his eternal servitude. We need someone with gravitas, but with menace, <laughs> extra menace. Also represents our inner pathos and our desire to be great. <laughs> Cut to the younger Salkine watching the Batman TV show. <laughs> hey, Smoking Dad, a bowl. Dad, how about Burgess Meredith? The Penguin's my favorite character. Oh, yeah. You could tell uh, Santa Claus what to do. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is, like, everyone, like, it's this weird <laughs> scene with, like, this weird, you know, like, thing going on. And everyone bows, like... Mrs. Claus is afraid, and Santa kind of reluctantly bows to this elf. Santa, the reaction on Santa's face is great. We should say, what's the actor's name? David Huddleston. The guy who's the the actual Big Lebowski. The other Jeffrey Lebowski. Yeah, it's this guy. He's a great actor. Yes, and this is one of his greatest roles. I mean, he's good as this part. He's very good in this movie. Yeah, he's a good Santa. And, like, he is kind of looking at Burgess Meredith like, well, mother, if this man decides to shoot me in the face, I guess I'm ready to meet my maker. Like, he's scared of Burgess Meredith. I think that there's also this thing where, like, you know, the first night's like, all right, mother, we're going to go to sleep in this big, soft bed. But I swear to God, the good thing is they're all pretty small. I could take <laughs> yeah. out 10 or 12. Just, I'll get a, like, hacksaw Jim <laughs> Duggan, take this bedpost and start nailing these elves. Oh, totally. I think he might be the devil or something. Like, mm-hmm. he's died, gone to a weird place. Yeah. This guy's barking orders. But like the hell of his own design, it seems. Yeah. But why would if you like giving toys to kids, hey? What if you had to do that all the time forever? (laughs) But then whose hell is it? Is it Burgess Meredith's hell or is it Santa's hell? No, it's Santa's because it's like they're gonna make you hate what you love. Like when they made Homer eat all those donuts. Oh right. You like donuts, eh? (laughs) Well try all the donuts in the world. (laughs) Which is that that's what this is. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like for now and for and like it, it starts to wear on him eventually like cuz like oh, it's yeah. a 365 gig man yeah. there are no vacations dude i was getting tired and starting to feel bad for santa claus man yeah. cuz like the second he gets back the second he gets back you know it's like the olympic committee like once that shit's <laughs> over with you're planning for the next one mm-hmm. and they're like welcome back santa now here's the plans for next year and he's like just <sighs> Just give me a few minutes, my little elf friends. Suck it up, fat boy. See, you're going to be working in that factory making toys for next year. Santa needs to take a quick break. Shut up, Santa. Here's some schematics for the PlayStation 1. (laughs) That's that's a great question. Get to work, fatty. Because, and that's a problem with this movie as as we go through time. Because we start in like the 1500s. Sure do. 1800s start showing up. And there's this kid that starts... I mean, this movie structure is very weird. It's not really... It's kind of like two movies. It's one is like the story of Santa Claus, and the other is like the actual plot of the movie, which we're not even anywhere near yet. No, but that actual plot of the movie is only like 45 minutes long. Yeah, it's kind of an episode. Of it like, is. It's like an episode of Walking Dead. <laughs> Everything... At, like the first hour of this movie is like 
the legend of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So we're going through in like the 1800s. Like they, they showed this kid, and this is an amazing thing. Like yeah. choking this cat. Oh yeah, Holy and it's a shit. it's a real cat too. The Sakas like without getting a puppet cat. No, I spent all that money on those puppet reindeer. Yeah. Get a real kitty in there. We will show the terror of man through this little boy who is torturing this cat. What's kind of awesome though is like it's some like. Uh, it appears to be some sort of foggy old London town family, sure. like the 17 or 1800s. All I could think about was uh, Picard's Nexus family at <laughs> yes. Christmas. But we're going to open prisons, grandfather! Like, that's just all I was thinking. This kid's like, this kid's like oh no, he's strangling my cat, he is! <laughs> he's trying to open this cat. Man, <laughs> he grabs it by the scruff and he's like shoving it into the ground. You know, it made me uncomfortable did, as, yeah, a, oh, yeah. as a cat man. As my- <laughs> Catman, <laughs> I'm a Catman. <laughs> as as most Eric's name <laughs> on Reddit is Catman Carruthers. <laughs> Don't blow my cover. I'm uh, on some weird subreddits. Oh yeah, dude, you get into those subs. You oh go, man, sub subs. You get you go you go d- deep enough into Reddit, you really get it. You really get to hear about Bill Goldberg. I'll tell you that much. You know, it was funny. One night late into the hours, I found what I believe to be the core of the internet, and in the core of the internet, as I opened the final page, I saw it. Bill Goldberg's filmography staring back at me like an endless laughing abyss. I mean, he's just me with a bit more chin scruff. You know what I mean? Yup. You don't need subs either. Sometimes you could get there with a U-boat. <laughs> the real society and the, ver- the, the elves. They're there. The America's foremost Bill Goldberg and Santa Claus and ancient aliens expert, Jesse the Body Ventura. Quote, can you believe I was governor of a state for a long time? (laughs) Answer is no, you can't. You know, but I'll give it to him. Bill had a better finisher than I did. (laughs) Oh, the spear was great. Oh, I loved that fucking spear, man. Oh, you just knew that train was coming. (laughs) So what the hell's happened? So basically, it's eighteen hundred. <laughs> this dead cat, or almost at, dead cat. At this point, um, sent, you know, um, the girl rats him out, right? The little girl, the brother uh, of the brother that that's rats him out in a letter to Santa. Not, hey, mom and dad, yeah. Billy's trying to kill Scruffles. And what does Santa do? He doesn't give a fucking flying fuck. <laughs> Au contraire, mon frère. This motherfucker is the reason why Santa Claus invents the coal in the stocking policy. Right, but no, no, no. Mrs. Claus is like, yep. no, no, you should punish, you should have a naughty list because he's like, ho, 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 every kid deserves a toy, <laughs> even if they kill cats. You're right. <laughs> but he does finally sign off on it with a, uh, and, uh, and by the way, mother, make sure that list is accurate. I'll be checking it twice. No, no, he, he assigns the yeah. head elf Dooley. Oh, is that Dooley, by the way? This mustachioed elf who who just act, it's You know when you walk into your boss's office at the wrong time and then you get a sh- pile of shit dumped on you? Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, Santa, how's it going? He's like, you know what? No, no, no. Mrs. Claus is a great idea. Hey, Dooley, come in here. <laughs> I need you to ma- separate all the kids in the entire world oh, Jesus. by good and bad. And I'll be checking it twice. It's like, well, when when do you want that? I mean, yep. Uh, Santa Claus invented mass surveillance. That's <laughs> when the surveillance state began. It's been going on since the fifth, 
since the 1800s. You know, that's what's crazy is that people want to attribute that to Obama. But the thing about it is you got to contribute it to the orphaned English children of the Industrial Revolution. They're the ones that caused that shit. They forced Santa's hand on that matter. And because the impetus was Santa Claus, that's why someone named Snowden had to blow the lid. <laughs> you know what? It's adding up. It's, it certainly is. Just look at it. Just look at it. It's right there. It's An- right another fun highlight, which is very uncomfortable, is... <laughs> another fun highlight. But like, before the movie starts. Uh, this yeah. is all, like, this pre-movie role that's going It's a really long preamble, this Santa Claus the movie has. It's like, Santa comes home from, like, you know, sa- saving the world or whatever, and everyone's sitting around laughing, reading this poem. And he's like, oh, <laughs> well, well, what's so funny? Like, well, it's... Uh, you know, it's twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, and he goes through it, and he's like, and uh, big jelly belly, and uh, like whatever the line is about how fucking fat this guy is. Oh, yeah, and his Santa's belly like, full of jello. And he's like, wait, read that part again. And yeah. Everything gets quiet. Hey, everybody, like, shut up, shut up. Read that again, <laughs> Dooley. Uh, I, uh, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Read it from the top. Funny how. <laughs> yeah. It's a very That's, good fellow. It's totally what it is. Jelly yeah. belly how. And, and let me tell you something. Santa, for as fat as he is, little thin-skinned about all this. <laughs> he is. And so they're like, oh, a cut to, oh, it's a bad gag of Santa eating a salad. <laughs> like, here's the thing. But all the elves are laughing at him, too. Like, once once he walks <laughs> out, like he's like, oh, mother, am I that fat? And all these elves are like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't know how fucking OPC he is. Oh, no, man, this guy's so fucking fat. <laughs> you know, but the funny thing is, you feel like those reindeer would be working a lot less. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, you could use less reindeer. You could cycle them in and out. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't need eight reindeer. <laughs> yeah, you get like five and three subs. <laughs> it's bad enough that that's, that uh, the sack is so heavy with all them toys. The mystical toys. They never... And they don't get into, like, they do say some stuff about, like, well, how can I do it all in one night? And Bridges Meredith goes, when you ride, time rides with you. Dude, it's the (laughs) creepiest. What the fuck are you talking about? And that's when you realize, like, this movie is really trying to make, and it doesn't come anywhere close to being successful at this, but is trying to make the Santa Claus myth, like, as realistic as possible. Yes. Like, he's trying to give an explanation for how he can hit every house all over the world or whatever. So time is meaningless because he's a dead internal being. Yeah, now. that's true. It's sort of like the Grim Reaper jumping around. <laughs> that's true. I'm coming for Christmas, you hear? And hell's coming with me! <laughs> and he uh, <laughs> he rode a pale horse. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and with him, well, and, and hell followed with him. That would have been great, actually, if all the reindeer were, like, skeletons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they're, they look like normal reindeer, but when mm-hmm. they cross in front of the moon, they just turn <laughs> into skeletons. Dude, the four Santas of the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, some little kid is just really scared. He's like, oh, you don't believe in ghost stories. You're in one. Like in that Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Boo. Maybe, there's, maybe there's a monkey. That, uh... <laughs> So they're um Jeffrey Ruffish would make a good Santa Claus. Has he ever played Santa Claus? No, he's too malevolent. 
Yeah, that's true. I think he's too old now, too, right? Yeah. He could be a Krampus. He could be oh, a Krampus. Oh, yeah, like Krampus's dad. Anybody see that Krampus? No, I no. meant to. And then I, and then I saw his PG-13. I was like, oh, oh seriously? I was like, oh, wait. That's making it even harder for me to give a fuck. Yep. Wait, so- that might be an unrated Blu-ray situation. Mm-hmm. Now, it's PG-13. There's... Uh, so no sexual terror. Well, no, yeah, but I mean, like you know, <laughs> it's a horror not. movie. There's no, there's no good kills. Likely, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's, so that's a shame. Oh man, Krampus is killing people. Yeah, yeah, of course he is. It's the whole point of the movie. Oh wow, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so Santa also says, by the way, that he needs an assistant right around now. Well, he just gets tired. You know, it's it's it, now we get into the 1980s, which is right. the present. Yes, Ooh. and you know the go-go 80s. You know he did. Didn't discover cocaine, and he's like, "Oh man, I need it. I'm just fucking tired, mother. This fucking Christmas shit every <laughs> goddamn day, and everyone's pissed off about when they got their fucking present. Been working my fat tits off for 475 <laughs> fucking years. Not one vacation for Santa Claus. Nope, nope. Nope. And those fucking reindeer look at me like they got it tough. You don't got a fucking." You, I am overseeing everything in this place. Oh, Not the the lights don't stay on unless I fucking look at this stuff. <laughs> That's why he's whipping them so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's jealous of them. Yeah. Yeah, he hates them because he wants oh, to be them. Just want to see him bleed a little bit. <laughs> so it's a thing where it's like, it's down to Dudley Moore's patch character. And I believe this Dooley fellow. No, it's this other guy, Puffy. I oh, think Jesus. It's, who can there's fucking... so many fucking elves. Well, there's a great... You see all the elf beds, by the way? Mm-hmm. And I noticed uh, one of them, they have their names on them, like Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> this one is just called Snood. Yeah, I saw that, too. <laughs> I thought that was pretty Snood. great. Snood. So, yup, so... that's, that that's how that <laughs> game came to pass. Yeah, it's one all... of the elves came into the, the high corporate world and went to Silicon Valley and created possibly the most addicting game of 1998. I had the top score on all of Snood for the entirety of the state of Minnesota. Oh, man, you ever sit down for a good Snood sesh, be downloading a couple of songs off a Napster, (laughs) put on a liquid television, and really have yourself a Saturday. Oh, man, that was like, honestly, I can say it now looking back, and I'm not going to get any guff from anybody. That was the majority of my gubernatorial reign in Minnesota. (laughs) Just kicking back with a couple of brews, playing some schnood, watching Eon Flux. Oh, baby, that's how you have a Saturday in Minnesota. Holy shit. Signing some legislature every now and again, but mostly schnooding. (laughs) And I mean, that lady was... Really skinny and a cartoon, but it worked for me. Oh my god, it's crazy how good this sounds. <laughs> I'm like, that's a nice Saturday. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, totally, dude. Uh, what the fuck? Oh, so well, there's a great line. So when like Patch and Puffy are both like, we want to be your assistant, Santa. You know, we both think, oh yeah, we have good ideas. This, that, and the other thing is, all right, everybody, let's settle down. Don't make me campaign promises. Just show me how you can do the job. Yeah, he breaks a pool cue in half. (laughs) (laughs) Tosses it at their feet. Oh, man. But so then that's what's fucked up. We're going to have tryouts. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucked up, though, because Dudley Moore's like, well, I have all these great ideas for how to speed up the process, Santa. 
And it's like all these like conveyor belt things that are right. going wrong. Mm-hmm. You see it happening, and this blows up in Santa's face. It does. All these toys start falling apart. And here's the thing. They send them back to Santa, which is like a nonsense thing. I think like Santa installs magic garbage cans in every house. <laughs> I think this should be like Santa Claus is like... <clears throat> The fact that they have to now move towards mass production for this stuff, so yes. it's to be like, oh, there are too many children in the world. <laughs> and now he has to take some out. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. He's got he's to make it a manageable population. Puffy, you don't get to be my assistant. You have an even more important job, <laughs> that of the management of the child genocide department. <laughs> Thin that herd, Puffy. Thin it right out. We've got that magic dust. How about some magic gas? They'll (laughs) never see it coming. Their their chimneys are always open to Santa. (laughs) And that's how you do it, man. That's how you do it. That's how you kill these fucking families, man. You go, you do it with the chimneys, all right? I don't care if you're pumping gas down them. I don't care if you're clogging it up and making a fire inside. You get it done, man. And then everyone puts blood on their door so Santa goes over their house. Yeah, exactly. He passes over their house. Right? And yep. then when everyone dies, you write, what was it for for, for for dumps, Tur- turducken, what <laughs> whatever that elf word was, ver turducken, and you read it on the door, and then you know, oh, like, vendigum, it's a plague house. <laughs> the weird thing is, so like, it's the eighties now, and Santa is not only giving them shoddy toys, he's still giving like wooden boats. That's and a little, big problem, for and me. little like <clears throat> wooden carts and shit, and it's like, dude. Get a toy license. Yep. I want Ninja Turtles or yep. go fuck yourself. Exactly right. That's a big problem for me in this movie because all of these toys, no wonder they're getting fucking returned. It's yes. all hobby horse bullshit. <laughs> I don't need this crap. Well, fucking red wooden race car Santa. It's a piece of shit. Well, listen, that was that used Give to be a NASCAR, you idiot. Give me a die cast metal thing. No, that used to be enough. And maybe, just maybe, the message of Christmas shouldn't be about your fucking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> And your fucking NASCAR, I guess. I meant Hot Wheels, but yeah. <laughs> I said NASCAR. Hey, Santa, wake the fuck up. Nintendo exists. Exactly. Yeah, get, oh. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> get, a, get, get these elves into, like, better classes. You know what I mean? They need to understand yep. how to play video games. They need, yep. to, they need to program things. Send really. those fuckers to Japan. Learn how to code. Mm-hmm. Make those goddamn mm-hmm. games. Maybe read some Adam Smith. Learn about the invisible <laughs> hand of the market. All right. <laughs> That's what you need because th- you're, you're fucking old hat Santa Claus. Yeah. This wooden push cart crap isn't going to work anymore. Dude, he doesn't even have the cup with the ball on the string. <laughs> I know. It's nuts. That's like Circa Great Depression. You couldn't even have that Santa? Secondary question. Why is there's so much yellow in the North Pole. The, what, like like snow pee? No, no, like the paint. Like it's red, green, and yellow for some reason. And oh. like Santa's kind of hangout outfit. Like you know, you come home from work and like you you oh, get this yeah. basketball shorts and a t shirt. He looks like fucking Pagliacci at this thing. <laughs> it's this great big yellow and green polka dot smock, and I'm like, what in the hell am I looking at, dude? I thought he was working for Danny DeVito's Penguin. <laughs> I know he's dressed up like a big fat old clown. You're totally right. Yes, what a fucking house suit, Santa. <laughs> So this is where we're introduced to uh, rich little Cornelia and the orphan Joe. Uh, Whatever. You know what? I think they might be characters in this movie. Wait, Rich Little is in in this? (laughs) What? Rich Little? No, Rich Little Cornelia. She's rich, she's little, 
And her name is Cornelia. She's not a uh, an impressionist from the 1970s. Oh, well, then I'm not interested. She's Go not, on. She's not throwing glitter in your face. But was that Rich Taylor? Was no, he throwing glitter? That was Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. Oh, Rip Taylor, of course. Is he dead? Why did Rip uh, Taylor play Santa so. Claus? That, oh, that's a movie. Yeah. Oh, it's Santa Claus. Yeah, right there is why he never played Santa oh, Claus. You know, maybe that's what it's going to be. Is like when when Rip Taylor dies, mm. he's going to go. He's going to go to this mystical land, and like they've mm-hmm. been waiting for him. Like, oh, yeah. right. And now <laughs> and he's going to be glitter bombing everybody that, <laughs> from now ooh. on. All the world will be glitter bombed. There's like elves yes. manufacturing glitter right now. That's Santa. For like 2016 and on. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. I can Wake up, snood. <laughs> <laughs> it would be awesome. So Joe's like this little orphan. This isn't New York City, by the way. So he's like a, hey, fuck you kind of orphan. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty great. And this girl, Cornelia, she kind of looks like our uh, friend Pippi Longstocking a little bit, but not really. I don't know what time tunnel she's being raised in. Because like it's weird because you're going through like the 1800s. And then you cut to this little girl in the present day, and you don't know it's the present day because she's in this right. like leather bound and like velvet yeah. wa- lined place when she's when she's wearing this but, little like house coat that looks like the 1750s. It looks like the 1750s because she's a member of the aristocracy. Oh, okay? I see. She <laughs> is the onest of the one percent. It's a basically American royalty. That the the con is. They changed the name. <laughs> they don't say royalty, yeah. so you don't know. You but, don't know any better. But that's but they, the weird uh, thing, out though. There. It's not just her, because the orphan Joe, he's dressed up like fucking Tiny Tim. Yes. And I'm like, what is going on? And then you look, and like, it's Manhattan. The Pan Am building's there. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Are they time travelers? Did they get lost in a time tunnel? Are two timelines converging into one? You, oh, you know what? Because Santa... Has been so like uh, 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 carefree with you know he's got time magic that mm-hmm. he just goes in and out every year once a year he yep. comes in in and out just to give yep. everyone a fucking toy. What he's doing is tearing up the space time. Yeah, together. Oh, it's yeah. all blurring yep. together. Mm-hmm. You know what this movie could use is the is the time... a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, but also the time bandits. Yeah, go, going through it, you know, causing a little mayhem. Man, that's a movie that I just find unwatchable. What? I know I'll get a lot of flack for it, and it's t- I like it's just a thing I don't get. I know a lot of people love Time yeah. Bandits. I can't watch that movie. It's, okay. a, it's a Terry Gilliam thing. I, I just, find it totally uninteresting. Like I like a lot of Terry Gilliam's movies. Yeah, Time Bandits. No thanks. Mm, yeah. Well, I just guess uh, I don't understand you. <laughs> we'll take a, a pause here uh, for a little factoid. Do you know who is supposed to originally direct this movie? Who they approached and like <clears throat> had some ideas, really wanted to do this thing? I do, but tell the audience. John Carpenter. Man, instantly better movie. With Brian Dennehy as Santa Claus. Man, instantly oh. more dangerous movie. Yeah, That's a know. dangerous Santa Claus. Oh, you kids are naughty! You're naughty! If he scored this fucking Santa Claus movie, <laughs> holy shit, would it be great? Well, that was the thing. He wanted to score that. He's like, I'll right. only do it if I... Because it's the John Carpenter rule, man. That's I the get, deal. I, I get That's to produce deal. it. I get to That's write it. Deal. I get to direct it. And I'm scoring the fuck out of it. They were like, everything's cool, except for that last part. Man, by the way, Lost Themes, pick it up. Out now. Great record. Um, Yeah, that would have been better. Brian Dennehy is Santa Claus, though. Man, I don't know. That, that, that... Is a really different movie. Mm-hmm. That is a greater movie. But it's not this. I mean, this movie is no, not it's a, anything. It's a different movie. 
It's, yeah. it's, it's an interesting and maybe scary movie. I, That's your Krampus. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, Brian Denny, dude, I saw him on stage two years ago. Choke slam Krampus. He is. I mean, like, he's just <laughs> towering above everyone on stage. And I'm like, dude, if he starts, and he's like 79 years old, I'm like, if he starts punching people, everyone's dead. Like, he could take out this whole audience. Oh, sure. He'll run our testis, bitch, and everyone's in trouble now. <laughs> a, ma- a mass Denny? <laughs> oh, my God. You don't want that. <laughs> oh, no. All somebody needed to do is, like, a cell phone rings, and he's like, oh, who the fuck did that? Dude, yeah, I would be just shitting peas, man. <laughs> Just shit and peas watching Denny. I could, the closest thing I can shit come to is, uh, uh, what's his face? Fucking Michael Shannon. Oh, yeah. My wife and I saw Michael Shannon That's in a terrifying. play. In a production of Our Town. <laughs> and he's doing the narrator role. And he's coming out to tell you to not uh, have your cell phone on, right? And it's like, you know, we're sitting on the floor. It's like Our Town. You're like yeah. right in it, you know? And he comes out. And he's just standing there, not saying a word, just looking at everybody. And then he takes a cell phone out of his pocket, this hilarious, like, old flip phone, flips it open to show you that it's on, shakes his head, and closes the phone, and walks away. That's creepy. I almost threw my phone on the ground and stepped on it, just to be sure. Yeah, that's the Iceman. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I was like, this dude's going to fucking cut my throat. Speaking of theater stories, because he's an actor in this movie, um, I saw John Lithgow's naked butt on stage. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, The toast of Broadway. (laughs) (laughs) How's that looking? It was pretty nice. All not right. gonna lie, it's not bad. You know, you'd think it'd be flabbier for his advanced age, but he's keeping it tight for his advanced age. So well, we can get into John bad. Lithgow, whatever. Yes. I, well, mean, I mean, th- th- now we're in the eighties, and yeah, um, he's the- like a toy magnate all his own. He's kind of like Dan Aykroyd's <laughs> yes, shoddy toy maker yes. as a movie, pretty of. much. Yeah, it's like he's. I guess he's in the middle of some, like, congressional hearing. Yes. Because they're like, uh, so this is your toy, right? And he's like, well, yes, it is. And it, like, sets on fire or something. And he's trying to, like, make excuses for why it's, like, totally fine. I, I didn't think of that about the Dan Aykroyd gag. You're totally right. Because And, and then they open up a panda bear. It's got broken glass. And he's like, well, that's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, How did at, that happen? Yeah, the teddy bear has <laughs> nails in it. It's like, wait a second, you're friggin' losing money shoving <laughs> nails in there. What are you doing? How does and, that even happen? And uh, John Lithgow is the only guy, and I mean, because he's never met a set that didn't taste delicious. Oh, sure. That is really fucking hamming it up in this movie. Dude, by end credits, he's got a full belly full of scenery. It's But he's great in it, in, the, in that way. Him and uh, Santa are the best and only good parts of yes. this movie. Morris, I'm a Dudley Moore fan. He's just kind of snoozing a bit. He's do, he's not doing anything even close to being Dudley Moore. Mm-hmm. It's a shitty character. Who then, by the way, gets fired uh, for being Santa's assistant. Right, and now he's like gonna he's doomed to walk the earth. Well, right? that's the thing. I was like self-imposed exile because Santa is very much like, well, I'm I'm sorry, Patch, but it just didn't work out. You're still free to work on the assembly line as always. And he's like, no. Nope. Packs a bindle full of, like, fairy dust and a shirt. Right. hobo elf. Yeah, and he just leaves and somehow makes it to Manhattan, like we all do, I Why guess. Why doesn't he just fucking go to Asgard at that point? Like, You're right, it's closer. So... Yeah, oh, it's definitely man, closer. They would eat him. <laughs> Those they, frost giants? They don't look kindly on the Verderhugen. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, so, 
he sees, I think it's like a TV ad or some sort of thing for John Lithgow's toy company. And he's like, hey, maybe I'll go try to work for that man. <laughs> and like goes and like has this really weird job interview with John Lithgow where it starts off like, I'd like to work for you. And he's like, well, who the fuck are you? And then he's like, oh, I'm a magic elf. And starts like just transporting to different parts of this office. And yeah, John Lithgow's eyes are bulging out of his fucking head. Oh, man, it's kind of great. He's like running all over this place trying to catch him. This is also, they, the elves aren't really that much shorter than other people, but they are Lord of the Ringsing it a bit, wherein they're like yeah. clearly filming one at one point and another at another and mashing them together. I think sometimes, though, John Lithgow's just got heels on. Yes, and like Dudley Moore Endor is on his knees, like kind of a thing. Like, yes. they're all like... And the, these scenes are at its most obvious. Like one time, like he's like they're both sitting on like a table, and like you can see like there's a seesaw in effect. Essentially, <laughs> we should also mention that this orphan Joe uh, befriends Santa at some point around here. Oh, I think this is right after he's caught staring in the window of a McDonald's for oh. about two minutes. Oh wow! This is a commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it, it really is it's like nuts. It's this kid stare, this starving orphan child staring in this McDonald's, and they play this like it is the most magic place in all the land. This yeah. McDonald's. He's like, oh man, she's got a mouth-watering hamburger, <gasps> and that woman's eating a chicken nugget. You know they're so good, and he's got a shake. And it's also this. It's a dual thing. It's a dual want. Aside from the obvious commercial, it's like. Food because I'm a poor kid, and then all these families are having such a lovely time together. Yeah. Oh, all these families are sitting around. Oh. It's like it's like fucking Don Draper wrote this spot. Seriously, yeah. you ever see an actual family eating in a McDonald's? They all want to kill each other. Yep. They, Every last one of them yeah. wishes they and their family members were dead. And they look disgusting. <laughs> and they're drinking out of Santa Claus the movie cups and whatnot. Because I think this had a tie. Well, to be fair, oh, did it? I think it had a tie. We're all a bit, uh, I think, skewered by like going to like the Times Square McDonald's, where it's like families at the end of their ropes and dudes who have just or are about no, to jerk off. No. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, some yep. in between. Dude, it's like that everywhere, man. Growing up in upstate yeah. New York, right, man? We used to see those desperate times. <laughs> So Santa does something very irresponsible around here, which is take this kid on the toy run with him. Let's it's, him drive the sleigh. He it's does. weird because like it's like is this the first homeless kid you've ever come across? And like you're not you yes. know all the world's troubles. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, no. Also, you preside not to be a jerk or nothing, but you presided over America in the 1800s. The entirety of the 1800s, <laughs> a lot of shit was going down. Santa Claus that you could have helped with. Oh yeah. Oh no, big time. That he could have helped with. Helped stop. Please, please, let's go into this. How would Santa Claus prevent this? Civil War. <laughs> he had magic. If he just came down, it was like, look, everybody, these people are people. Maybe I was gonna people say, would understand. I was going to say, Steve, you're you're fairly sure that Santa would be on the Union side. In this <laughs> yeah, I, I would right? hope so. Santa Claus abolitionist, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I think uh, wouldn't get that vote through Congress. If you just look at this movie and who he gives presents to throughout the course of the movie, you would sure, see that right. every race that is not white must be on the naughty list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're not wrong. It's the whitest white Christmas you'll ever fucking see. True I mean, story. He's a German man from the 1500s. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect him to be progressive. 
But yeah, he does take this Santa cute- Claus, King of the South. I don't care who you are. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jeff Dunham should give a fucking Santa Claus puppet. Oh, sure. Santa Claus, the dead terrorist. Or whatever. <laughs> Man. Man. Santa terrorism? I'm on board. Oh, whatever he calls those stupid fucking puppets. Man, that'd be... I just want a Twilight... I want him to turn into a fucking racist puppet one of these days. That'd be great. Oh, man. The oh, shoot be on the other puppet foot then, huh? Steve, you should become a ventriloquist. <laughs> See how he likes it. Isn't there? Isn't there that episode of the Twilight? Yeah, when they switch. Yeah. Jesus, that terrifies me. But you all know my thing in puppets. It's not good. No thanks. But so he takes this kid. He's like, oh, a homeless, a boy that doesn't have a place to live. That's ridiculous. This is the first one I've seen in four hundred years. Bullshit. Yeah, he was drowning them in rivers. I bet. <laughs> was it a white boy that doesn't have a place to live? Well, this is a travesty. You get to work with Santa now. And he's joyriding. He's letting this kid steer the sleigh. And this is where he says something about, like, the only thing that reindeer haven't been able to do is a loop-de-loop. What the fuck are you doing, Santa? A super-duper looper. Oh, man. The fucking triple Lindy. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, Donner is made out to be uh, neurotic. You know what I mean? Sure. Which I guess is a shot at Richard Donner because it's all kinds of work to them, I guess. Oh, oh man, wow. do you think this no, was just tweaking the nipples of Richard Donner? <laughs> just poking the bear Donner? Well, because they fired him in that second Superman movie. Oh, that's true. They're like, yes, Donner is the shittiest reindeer. <laughs> he's the he's the reindeer filled with the most cowardice. And that's then we will they... bring in Lester, the better reindeer. <laughs> and Santa will just use Donner to get his whipping in. <laughs> Just to feel the flesh be stripped. And then fire him. At least this Donna has a bit in his mouth and knows his place. <laughs> There's no Rudolph in this, right? Because no. no, you got to pay for that shit, dude. Oh, really? It's yeah, Rudolph is owned by something, yeah. What? Who? Those two greedy-ass sisters that own Happy Birthday? <laughs> or used to. I'm glad those fucking ghosts got that taken away. Man, owning Happy Birthday. Whatever. Yeah, well, Whatever twins from The Shining that owned Happy Birthday. Now you say that, but now every birthday cake's going to be haunted. Viciously haunted. Yes. Oh. So, yeah. Why the- would the cake be haunted? <laughs> yup. Spirits have been known to infest inanimate <laughs> objects when it does them pleasure, <laughs> especially delicious ones such as cakes. Hey, I listened to this We Hate Movies show, hoping to hear about my favorite movie, Santa Claus, the movie from 1985. They went on a lot of bullshit tangents. <laughs> and that's but- not how you get elected to office. You stay on point, you stay on the issues, and then you play snood when you can. <laughs> But they did have a good point about being in a cake. <laughs> I mean, if I got nowhere to go, why wouldn't I go in a cake? It's delicious. <laughs> so it's important to remember, and it's not that important, it turns out, but these fucking reindeer can't do a loop-de-loop. Over the World Trade Center, which is, you know... Always... Nearly colliding with it. Yeah. Yep. Well, you want to look into that, too. <laughs> You know, I think Santa had something to do inside the top floor of Building 7. Just take a look into it. That's all I'm asking. Just open your eyes a bit. You know, that that fella Stephen Sadak had a good point. If What Santa didn't do in the 1800s, why didn't he stop the (laughs) 9-11? It's true. Santa certainly could have. Santa had every opportunity to turn those planes around. Just saying. There's a photograph of him with the briefing papers knowing that Al-Qaeda was imminent. 
Santa had those documents months in advance and chose to go on vacation instead. Oh, I'm looking at, I'm looking, I'm watching a video of him reading the sloppy elf to all these elves bef- while the towers are going down. Patch comes up and tells him what goes on and he keeps reading. You know, I saw it with my own eyes. Thousands and thousands of elves cheering as the towers fell. You should rent my new movie, Loose Stockings. <laughs> it tells you all about these conspiracies and more. Also, are these kids dating? <laughs> they are. It's weird. Like, there's one part, because, like, I think this movie takes place over a couple of years. Like, it goes yes. like 85 to maybe 87. Yes. Because Santa comes back around a second time and he's like, Well, Joe, uh, are you and Cornelia seeing a lot of each other lately? <laughs> and he's just like, Yeah, we are. What's it to you, you fat fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Very good, Joe. Everyone needs a friend. Wink. Uh, me and Mrs. Claus are the best of friends. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so uh, Dudley Moore is oh, like, right. oh, he has this misguided thing where it's like, oh, Santa's so mad at me because all the toys are terrible. What, I'll do, what he wants to do is get back in his good graces by yes. kind of like, I guess, stealing Christmas from him. Well, it's kind of like, I will steal this one Christmas from Santa. So he knows show what's him, going on. Yeah. yeah, show him what I can do. I can mm. be this. I'm. I got a lot of great ideas about making toys better than those shitty ass wooden race cars. Yep. Get out of the fucking twentieth century, Santa. We're almost at the millennium. You got to be thinking ahead. <laughs> Get some toy licenses. Talk to George Lucas. <laughs> That's what the kids want. It's 1985. <laughs> they want some ATATs. Um, and th- there's this great scene between him and Lithgow. And he's like, oh, oh well, then they're. I have these lollipops that'll make all the kids fly. It'll be great. And he's like, oh, that sounds wonderful. Uh, how much do you want to charge for this? And he's like, well, we give away for free. And he goes, for free? Oh, man. <laughs> it is classic Lithgow yeah. right here flipping out. Oh, mm-hmm. man. It was actually in this moment. I can't even moment. get there because I don't, I don't know the breathing exercises he does in the morning no, to do whatever no way. this was. I don't think the windows in this room would take it. And the, the, I realized right there at that delivery, I was like, John Lithgow is one of America's greatest actors because you are taking this garbage nonsense yep. and for your brief time in this movie. Because, again, it's only 45 minutes with this man in this movie. He's making it entertaining. He, he knows how to do a good cartoon. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's he, his movie. He gets it. Like mm-hmm. he, but the funny thing is the rest of the movie isn't subscribing to the tone that he's bringing to No, it. not at all. We're trying to make Santa Begins, and we're <laughs> trying to make it as serious as Christopher Nolan made Batman. And it's not flying, but then here he comes, Lithgowing all over the set. And you're like, yeah, that's what this movie should be. Everyone take a cue from Lithgow. Uh, just mo- mimic him. Do what he's doing. Bring his energy to it. Not this self-serious horse shit. So this is an advertising campaign that happens and all this nonsense where they dress Dudley Moore in this outfit. There's some weird gay bashing about the assistant, right? Where he's like, well, what color should it be? And it's like fuchsia, which is like hot pink. And like uh, Lithgow's like, you would say that. And it's like, whoa, what are we well, talking was, about? Why is this in this movie? It's actually puce. It's puce. puce. Yes. Because what... I don't. Uh, like, I wonder about you sometimes. Well, because he, he says puce, because one of the things that he's inventing or making or whatever is puce juice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> kind of sounds like piss or pube juice or puke or. Oh, it could be puke juice. Any, yeah. Any pee in the book, really? Yeah, it's disgusting. Poop juice. Oh, it could be poop juice. Oh, sir, poop juice. <laughs> 
So he they release these toys and it's like a you know it's a sensation and all these kids are kind of floating but not really. And it's amazing like this world a first of all and th- this movie does this all the time where certain people don't believe in Santa Claus which is bullshit. Then who is this cre- creep throwing garbage right. toys down your chimney well, every year? Um, John Lithgow's character says he doesn't believe in Santa Claus because he never got any toys from him. Yeah, well he's... he was a naughty boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. I think the maybe the entire world's naughty. <laughs> And, like, Santa Claus is delivering, like, two things now. Why do you need to stop time for two things? (laughs) Just these two kids. Oh, he is morbidly obese. Yeah, these are the only kids he talks to. And where is the line, by the way? I think it's uh, it's around here. Santa says something. I think it's to the little boy where he goes, uh, you know what uh, Mrs. Claus always says? If you give extra kisses, you get bigger hugs. (laughs) Yikes. No, no, you know who says that? Dudley Moore. Oh, does he? Dudley Moore says, oh, you know, Mrs. Claus is always going on about. Right. And it's like, what is going on at the North Pole? Not for nothing. The only lady in the North Pole, Mrs. Claus. No lady elves. No lady Uh, elves. What are you getting at, Steve? I'm just saying if you give, she's just taking all these elves aside. I don't know. Letting them know if you give extra kisses. You get bigger hugs. Just Look, to... you're living forever. You're with all these people. Absolute. Three, six, five. Absolutely. Something's going down. Mm-hmm. Wait, you think Mrs. Claus is servicing every elf? Not servicing. They're all having a good time. Yeah, it's a dude, Libertine it's... society, well, man. It's the North Pole, baby. And I don't know what's... Maybe I, Santa's I... getting into it. Who knows? Mm, I think there's, you know... The other side of it, too. I think the elves are going at each other like bonkers. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's definitely yeah. happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bunch of a, lemmings. A little bit of both. Do you think Santa would be cool with like getting an elf mixed in with that bed with his old lady? I'm oh, sure. you get snood in there? A hundreds and hundreds of years, you get bored. Totally. Oh, yeah. You got to spice it up somehow. Yeah. And the only way you can is with elves or Burgess Meredith. Or the reindeer. Oh, you don't want to be on. playing that game. No, yeah. I'm sa- let me finish. You don't want to be playing that game. You know that avenue's there, but you don't want to go down that road. All right, listeners at home, don't play that game. <laughs> Consenting elves are humans only. Exactly. Abs- thank you. Age Eric. appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or absolutely. a bumble if you can find it. Oh, uh, yeah. If you, I've oh, heard if you they can, bounce back. If you find a bumble, you be ready to rumble in that ass. In that ass. Or whatever it's got. Whatever hole. So... It's a big success, and and whatever. It's like when the... like now we're gonna do Christmas too. Oh right, that's what it is. Right, He's gonna do March. the sequel to Christmas on March twenty fifth. It's a fine gag. Do you, you think know? though it's a thing where like this movie was like you know Santa Claus the movie too uh-huh. could be happening? Definitely, of course. They wanted everything. They wanted Santa in the Temple of Doom. <laughs> They wanted uh, what's an, uh... Santa Claus in the Christ- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That one sort of makes more sense. The the uh, the North Pole's kind of like a ki- Crystal Kingdom, at least. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, maybe uh, Santa like ram- ramsacking uh, the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> it's all well, up there, right? Crossover, right? They, yep. they are next door neighbors. That's yeah. totally true. At some point, when Santa takes this kid Joe on like his his ride again or something, they're sitting on a roof. And he's like, well, Joe, come on. You have to give the call to make the reindeer go. And this kid, at his most alf, just goes, yo. Yeah. And, like, gets these reindeer to fly. And I'm like, come on. Stop making this kid, like, born out of the Staten Island dump. I get it. He's from New York. Maybe he's trying to train his replacement. Like, all I got to do 
get this kid yep. to know everything about Santa and how to do the job, <laughs> and then I off him, and the elves will take him. No, oh my, man. Well, we'll get there, because the end of this movie sets up that theory pretty nicely. Oh, wow. Um, We're pretty much almost there now. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, at this point, Santa starts getting really fucking thin-skinned again. He's like, well, I guess nobody loves me, Mother. I guess my toys are shit, and everybody loves Mr. That, that Little Patch. I, right. I never liked him anyway. Well, that <laughs> that's the thing, is 80s... Emperor Reagan uh, mm. mass capitalism is really starting to get to Santa. Put on the special glasses. See Christmas for what it's for. Exactly. Exactly. Santa's seeing clearly for the first time. And also, but here's the thing. Santa's actually a bad capitalist because for the first time ever, there's competition. Yep. And he's just pissing and moaning about it. Like, oh, mother, there's a new game in town and Santa just can't compete with his wooden race car. <laughs> you know why? Because Dudley Moore's making fucking lollipops that'll get you high literally. That's <laughs> a cool toy. That is a cool toy. I and bet there's drugs in that shit too, right? <laughs> you know, it's like pixie dust and a little methamphetamine. A little, little PCP. Some, some PEDs in there performing dust <laughs> drugs oh, it's all in there you got some sweet mexican browns thrown in the mix mm. everything some thc <laughs> these lollipops will get you where you're going i don't cost a fortune <laughs> <laughs> i got i got enough pixie dust but i gotta go to mexico for the rest or so, maybe the silk road <laughs> <laughs> what you're trying to tell me is that this company wasn't putting thc in these kids candies because if it's one thing I know about the government, it loves sneaking THC into things and seeing what it does to you. Just look at it. Look at the acid test. It's all right there. It's all right in front of you. I urge you to open your eyes, put on the glasses, and see for the first time. It's there in those lollipops. Santa Claus the movie tells you everything you need to know. They um, weren't hiding it. They didn't have to. It was decades off. So, whatever. <laughs> Christmas 2 is coming. Yep. Um, Lithgow's like, now we're going to charge for it. It's going to be big. We're going to do candy canes instead of uh, lollipops. And he is uh, Cornelia's great uncle or some horse shit. Yeah, like she lives with him but is being raised by the maid. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. It's The only reason that this happens is because uh, Joe and her are hanging out on a date. And <laughs> a date in her basement. And at <laughs> night, um, uh, his assi- Lithgow's assistant shows up. He's like, "Oh my god, I found out that these this elf doesn't know shit about chemistry, and <laughs> these candy canes will explode if you heat, heat him up." And he's like, "Well, who cares? Let's go to Brazil." Like it's oh, kind of a, it's yeah, it's a really like we didn't know how to finish this screenplay. <laughs> yeah, when the guy is just like, mm, "How about South America? Just let this happen, whatever." But also just the like, oh, you know that I guess he put too much magic in those candy canes, yeah. so they'll explode. Question mark. Sure, let's move along. But would it like if you, if you <laughs> ate it? Mm-hmm. Would the heat from like your stomach acid and stuff also then make it explode? Yeah, I would. Also, the FDA should be looking at this. Yes, stuff, you know yeah, what I you mean. You can't just sell yeah. food like this. <laughs> yeah, toy is one thing, but this is this is to be eaten, and it's got magic in it. That we ate movies was 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 promoting government oversight. <laughs> <laughs> they want the government watching you. Listen, if I want to manufacture candy for mass consumption out of my garage. That's my constitutional right to do so. And not we hate movies, nor the federal government can stop me. 
You know how you can't get a good snood rom anymore? You know why that is? The government. You know, if I just want to kick back on a Saturday night in Minnesota and just snood and chill, something tells me the government's going to have something to say about it, about both parts, about the snooding and the chilling. They outlawed snood and marijuana because they don't like where the your wavelengths in your brain go to. Because when you're high on marijuana and playing snood, you start thinking the things you should be thinking and raising the questions you should be raising. Aren't we just little balls being shot by the government at each other? Aren't I just the little blue guy and you the green guy? But that's the green triangle guy. And that's the problem. They want us matching up shape to shape and color to color. They don't want it mixing. Shapes and colors can't mix in the government snood world. Trust me, I looked into it. Isn't it crazy how there's multiple of us talking to each other? (laughs) The government doesn't want that. So Dudley Moore also is like trying to get back to the North Pole to like apologize to Santa. But what or happens is so like oh right, uh, there's another idol that was carved. Joe, uh, yeah, Joe, Joe gets his, the present Santa gives him is a is a, a Dudley Moore action figure. He's like ew, great. Yeah, that Santa <laughs> carved for himself. And um, uh, Joe gets kidnapped because he's going to mention it to Santa. And like Lithgow's got these goons who's like he's Lithgow's like put this kid on ice. I'm like what in the world is going on? Oh yeah, this character that Lithgow's playing doesn't really care about taking a child's life. He's done it before, he'll do it again. Or this guy who's dressed like a doorman who's like, I don't care if you live or die, kids. You can rot down here. I'm like, what the fuck? But basically, uh, he gets out, Moore releases him, they get to talk and they realize that, oh my god, we're in the wrong. Let's go Let's go to the North Pole and, and see Santa. At this point, Santa is going to see him. It's a big fucking circle around, resulting in Dudley Moore has his own sleigh. He built a rocket car. With all these candy canes in the back loaded up, and they're going to blow like at the, the end of Casino. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and <laughs> I was going to say it's like the car you're following in Touch of Evil in that opening <laughs> shot that just blows up at the end of it. Yeah, or like in Scarface where he's like, no kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, don't blow up the car with the kids in it. <laughs> Or uh, Godfather, Apollonia's Deathmobile. Oh, man. I am learning to drive, Michael. <laughs> Apollonia! Kablooey. Uh, love that. Um, oh, yeah, R.I.P. So Apollonia. Yeah, they're driving around, and like Santa's like, oh, my God, that car's going to blow. <laughs> it's him and the girl and Dudley Moore and the boy are in separate cars <laughs> yeah. chasing each other. And for some reason, like he can't honk to get his attention. Like... They're chasing each other, but unnecessarily. See, and this is where if you bothered to license Rudolph, right. this would have helped because he can start blinking in the night. Turn on the high beams, man. Exactly. And it doesn't happen. And Santa's got this crazy thing because it's only like a few days after Christmas. And she, the girl's like, come on, Santa, speed this sleigh up. And he's like, well, I can't, Cornelia. The reindeer need a year to rest. They're not used to this kind of labor. They're all tuckered out. They're, yeah, cut the shot of their backs bleeding ripped apart by that whip oh yeah and so then here's the thing that doesn't make sense is santa is like so the only way we can make this work and save them is if the reindeer do this loop-to-loop thing what the fuck for it doesn't make any sense it's like it's the only way like somebody looked at this screenplay and was like, well, well somebody's got to learn something in this movie right like that <laughs> you got to set something up in the beginning that somebody learns and at the end they do it hey how about a loop-to-loop sure there you go. And hey, then that's, that's fun. 
<laughs> hey, that's fun. Everybody likes loop-de-loops. So basically, as they're loop-de-looping, uh, Dudley Moore's car explodes. Yeah. And like they, they're all falling in the sky, and when they loop-de-loop again, they, they land in there. But it's totally... Un- just pull up to the side and be like, hey, dude, yeah. slow your car down. Yep. Pull over. It's going <laughs> to yeah, blow. Exactly. So yeah, Santa foils this child murderer, John Lithgow. You know, that's that's what this movie, this third act is. Santa foiling a child murderer. I would love to see Santa just knock his block off, something like that. <laughs> yeah, just the, give him a... the John Carpenter version, right? <laughs> oh yeah, right. Dennehy would be just knocking his teeth Dude, out. Dude, <laughs> Dennehy in the red suit, go like marching into that office building. Hitting the fucking elevator button and looking like he's gonna really give you one. Well, that's the thing that's crazy. Is this... <laughs> and then he's riding up that elevator. <laughs> so you're like fucking with kids, huh? <laughs> well, because you're totally right. There's no scene in this movie where Santa encounters John Lithgow and he's like, "You're a fucking asshole!" Oh, yeah. ho, ho, ho. Now I'm going to drown you in the East River. <laughs> like that never happens. Enjoy being naughty at the. <laughs> Bottom, <laughs> or or but but he kind of well, Lithgow does this to himself. Like it's kind of the end of Shawshank for the warden. Like they're knocking on the door, <laughs> and Lithgow's like, "What am I gonna do?" And he doesn't have a gun to blow his brains out. Yeah, so he just starts. He's like, "Oh, these candy canes make you fly." So he eats like a hundred of them. Oh yeah, and he just sails out the window and up into the atmosphere. <laughs> I a need... terrifying end. And here's the thing: he thinks he's getting away with it, right? But... He does. And then there's a shot of him exiting the Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> it's the last shot of the movie. He's going into outer space. He is dead. <laughs> I, I would love, because this happens also in Superman 4 with uh, uh, Muriel Hemingway. Yes, yes, getting yes, dragged yes, yes, yes. In the, by a nuclear man by the hair in space and nothing's happening to her. And it's like, I just want Neil deGrasse Tyson to sit down with Ilya Salkind and have a lunch and explain what space is. Yes. I, I think that's another one. I think we need Neil deGrasse Tyson to fact check Santa Claus the movie. <laughs> Can we get actually get Neil deGrasse on a lot of the space stuff, but get the Mythbusters on that loop-de-loop? <laughs> right, yeah. See what they can shake and out. You know what? Just throw Jesse, Jesse the Body Ventura a bone and gave him on the rest of it. Get him, yep. get him everything. <laughs> yep, yep I'll, oversee, I'll oversee the whole fact-finding mission. <laughs> I'll take a look, boys. I'll, ha- I'll take it from here. The other really creepifying fucking thing in this movie is Santa comes back to the North Pole with these two kids, and he's like, guess what, mother? We're parents now. Because Joe's an orphan, yep. and Cornelia's kind of just an orphan, too. So wait, this means that Santa Claus is an internal dead being who uh, is A living, ghost. Right. He's going to watch these children grow old and die. No, it's, I think it's, it's kind of like the end of Beetlejuice, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> or maybe it's a thing, if you're at the North Pole, like, you don't age. So maybe if what? they just live there, if these kids live there year-round, they're not going to get old. I would love, so to, to your point, Eric, earlier, that's it. He's setting these kids up. He's like, they'll grow up to be about 20 or 30, mother, and then we skip out. And then they're the ones worrying about Christmas year in and year out. Yeah, you know what? Actually, you're totally right. Let's, we'll yeah. fatten them up too. They're, they'll they're, never; these elves will never tell the difference. These kids aren't related by blood, so they can be married. Absolutely. That is your Santa and Mrs. Claus wow, right there. Right, yeah, Santa's retirement Santa's plan. Santa's like feeding him Twinkies a lot, and, stuff. <laughs> and then he's, and then you know what Santa does to get away for good? He slips into the hollow earth. <laughs> there are portals in the North Pole. 
You can find out more about it on my YouTube show. <laughs> but the one thing I would like... Off the grid. If, if Burgess <laughs> Meredith comes back at the end like, we shall not have any more mortals. It has not been prophesied. Exactly. How do you not bring him back in any capacity and be like, well, this is quite out of the ordinary. <laughs> and he just slits those kids' throats. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now they're reindeer food, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just... He like like... Burgess Meredith this hucks these little kids into the trough. It's for you, Goober and Snood. <laughs> Put them through this meat grinder and feed them to the elves. You and Ed the Butcher. Fargo season two. Yep. Uh, and that's the end of that movie, man. There's more, there's more dancing and merriment. It well, gave me more of a right, fun. Right. The, the cold sweat was going down my cheek when yeah. that happened. I mean, we're just dancing and singing and sucking each other off all the way through most of these credits. And then there's a Sheena Easton song, or a, a is it Sheena? Easton? Is it Sheena Easton? I think it is. Uh, I'll have to pull it up. I mean, and it's one of those. Is it the song from the beginning that has the line "Every Christmas Eve we're part of a miracle"? Something like that. That's it's like, just Christmas a, is all the time, or something <laughs> like that. That's the thing is, I realized working at the North Pole. That's like working at a Christmas tree shop. Mm-hmm. You know those stores that are year-round Christmas stores. Yeah, those should be outlawed. And you know, working at the South po- South Pole is like being in the Thing. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> oh yeah, man, the doll, the, the the Thing gets in with the reindeer and starts. <laughs> they want to be us. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh my God! Why wasn't Wilfred Brimley cast? Oh, oh little surly. Yeah. Oh, you little beggars. Oh, oh, these little kids, these little beggars. Look at these little beggar orphans. I'm going to take them to be my surrogate Santa. Get in the sleigh, goddamn. Boy. Always looking for something for free. <laughs> or you want that McDonald's for free, do you? Can't even afford a 99-cent menu, goddamn. What? Well, I kind of like it. Oh, well, it's pretty nice because I got a nice compound here in the North Pole. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Minded my own. Actually, yeah, being Santa Claus is about as off the grid as, as Wilfred could get. That's yeah. totally true. Yeah. I saw him play Ebenezer Scrooge one time. Mm-hmm. That's one of my claims to fame, <laughs> seeing him play play Ebenezer. You ever see a fat Ebenezer Scrooge? Me either. I think we talked about it, but I don't think we got to... He wasn't doing a British accent, right? Who? Uh, Brimley. Well, well, oh, yeah. no. I No, he wasn't. I ain't affected the king's English. Yeah. We, we didn't what? find oh. that war. You got coal for the oven. Isn't that enough? <laughs> huh? Hug, cratch it. Displace this play from foggy old London down to foggy old Idaho. <laughs> God damn it. Same diff. <laughs> oh, oh, what day is it? Christmas day. Oh, get a potato. Get some potatoes. <laughs> Well, we're not opening presents till we're going to mass, goddammit. <laughs> Get your ass in the car. We're going to go worship for five hours. So that's that. That's that. That's the movie, man. Would anybody recommend it? No. Uh, yeah. It's kind of better. It's a buck 48. It's not too long, but it, it, it's not. There's no movie here. There's a couple it's, of movies. It's not kinda, a movie. Kind yeah. of held together by snow, which <laughs> happens to melt. <laughs> Uh, not so much. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it either. And I'm just kind of thinking like, oh, we're we're telling people what we're watching ahead of time now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad week to start with. Oh, wait, wait. We're, 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 we're this set further north. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it either. I couldn't believe it. I'm watching this movie. I'm like, those opening credits said something about John Lithgow in this movie over an hour. Yeah. It's like... 
at least set him up at the beginning doing something. Do you see who? Did you guys see on the trivia who turned down the role of BZ, the John Lithgow part? Oh no, who was supposed to be him? Harrison Ford. Uh huh. Burt Reynolds. Oh man. Dustin Hoffman. Yep. Johnny Carson. Why the fuck would you try to get Johnny Carson to be in a movie? That's a big Especially mistake. a movie where he's like a jerk. <laughs> that's kind of I mean he's kind of a jerk, but like Yeah, but that's a, a different lovable, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a not lovable. a villain. No. Exactly. I mean, any of those guys, I guess, would have been okay, but then it would be like Um uh, <laughs> what's the rub on these toys here? How, come on. Yeah. Uh level with me, Patch. What's my end? Hey Patch, what's my end? <laughs> uh so you know the Santa Claus guy, huh? Hey, uh, Patch. Uh, what kind of car does he drive? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that is Santa Claus the movie, by the way. That's it from Jean Zwark. Two fucking stinkers from this dude on this show. Woof. Yeah, see our Supergirl episode for more Jean Zwark garbage. And uh, yeah, a lot under the Salkine's belt there <laughs> in the shit department. We've got a lot of Salkine movies on this uh, this episode list of ours. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check out more of them, feel free to visit our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at WHM Podcast. And of course, right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show, please. Wherever you get it. Just leave a little review, leave a little rating. Yeah, it's the holiday season, guys. Yeah, pay it forward, man. Tell some, you know what? You're getting together for the holidays. You're going to see a bunch of family, maybe some you hate, maybe some you don't. Either way, hate them or love them. Tell them about the show. Telling them about the show would be a classic prank. <laughs> <laughs> Your weird cousin you hate talking to, mm-hmm. tell him about the show. Your racist uncle you hate talking to, tell him about the show, too. Please do. Yeah, that guy would love it. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's funny. Uh, so next week, we're off, by the way, taking a week off for ourselves. We will have a uh, a mailbag and the Christmas animation damnation, mm-hmm. which uh, we'll, it, we'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's Christmas, kind of a New Year's. Christmas animation damnation is Rudolph's shiny new year. Yeah, get the ready for sequel. some Rankin and Bass. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. the sequel to the uh, Rankin and Bass Rudolph special. Yeah, that, they paid for, uh, for Rudolph, mm-hmm. paid right. through the nose, and we paid dearly watching that thing. So next week, you got two of those big old minis, so that's not bad. Do you want? Say what the first episode of the worst of 2015 is. Yeah, let's do it. Start start in January. What is it? It's an Eric pick. Ooh. Well, I just thought, let's get the boys back together, right? You got Vinny Chase. You got Johnny (laughs) Drama. You know, you got Turtle. E. E. Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Ari Cole. The Asian guy that everybody hates. We are doing the Entourage movie. That's right. Kicking off worst of 2015 with the Entourage movie. January 5th. There you go. So we will be back then. Have yourselves a merry little Christmas, a happy new year. And until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Take it easy.